You're listening to Unjiggered, a bartender podcast where we interview highly successful bartenders about their careers, lives, and the passion of bartending. This week we caught up with Mario Ferrula, bar manager of Bacano in Rome, and Diego Ferrari, author of Low Alcohol Cocktails, New Frontiers in Mixology. They talk about returning to Italy after working around the world and moving out from behind the bar into a more management position. With this podcast, we want to peel back the mask and discover just how the greats really became the greats. So sit back and enjoy. So hi everyone, I'm uh, Mario Farulla. I'm from, uh, from Rome. I work uh, in uh, Baccano in the Trevi Fountain District uh, in a French brasserie style of just in front of Trevi Fountain. I started this career really in a young age when I was 19. I left my homeland uh, just to have a cross training, traveling all around uh, the Europe before, starting with London, then moving to Dubai in a Four Seasons Hotel. So, oh, thank you, Mario and Diego Ferrari. And uh, thank you for uh, this opportunity, first of all. Uh, actually, I'm uh, from a couple of months uh, ambassador for uh, Rome, Matusalem. And uh, what about me? Actually, I started when I was so young, 17 years old. I started behind a pizza maker place. <laughs> and uh, in, throughout my career, I spent a lot of time behind uh, different bars, uh, from hotels, uh, cocktail bars, uh, different places, not only Italy, also in London for a couple of years. And uh, my career grew up in the last few years thanks to this uh, last opportunity, a big challenge in my last uh, job place was a Rotonda Bistro in Milano where a big limitation of uh, uh, serving drinks was uh, limited to 21 ABV. So I was uh, specialized for uh, low ABV cocktails. In the same time, I just published my first book, Low Alcohol Cocktails, New Frontiers of Mixology. And uh, I'm really happy to be here in Singapore for the third time to meet uh, this legend in the Mandarin Oriental. <laughs> so, thank you very much for finding the time to coming over. Uh, it is fantastic to see some uh, Italian bartenders based in Italy. There's a lot of us around the world. However, not all of us actually work in Italy, which is uh, quite surprising. So, you both traveled quite a bit, haven't you? You've visited a few countries. What made you decide to come back to Italy? If we so can start with after, you, Mario. Uh, so... One day I just woke up and I wonder where I want to get old. And I, I wonder myself uh, growing near to my family, near to the people I used to be. So this is what made me decide to, to be back, even to, to start to do something good for my country, in my country. That is something not so common because, you know, Italian bartenders are very famous all around the world. But in Italy, it's difficult to do this job uh, because of many problems that we could have. Uh, could be the, the economy, the organization, uh, even the, the, the bar industry, industry sometimes uh, have uh, some, some issue. Because uh, everyone knows that Italian, Italian blood is, is really hot. So uh, I decided to, to be back in my homeland just to try to do something good for my country, for myself, and for my, for my next family. I want to I wanna have there because I'm proud to be Italian and I want to show to the world that Italians are good even in, in their homeland, not only going outside. It's not only bartending, but the, the hospitality is something that is in our blood. And it's, it's my actual challenge to show the world what we can do even in Italy, being a, a common family about bartenders. Yes, I think Mario take the perfect point about this. For me, it was almost the same when I tried to travel abroad. I was so young. You have to imagine I was only 25 years old. Now I have 42. Uh, I decided to, to go for my first uh, experience in London because I wanted to try to go inside the, the big hotels in 2003. Uh, a lot of them, they say to me, oh my God, your uh, CV is so poor. You have to prove yourself with a new experience. Also for languages, no? For English. And I, I say, okay, that's perfect for me. I would like to follow your uh, your uh, tips, and I did it. But when I decided to come back uh, for the same reason, said Mario just now, uh, to bring in Italy our experience, I discovered that in Italy it was not so easy, especially 20 years ago, because uh, the bartender scene was not so open like now, like the last uh, 10 years. So I decided to, to improve my times, to growing, but in the same time, you never know what happened in your life. So our experience, speaking about me and Mario, this our approach outside was just a first step for our career, for growing, but at the same time, we would like to bring in Italy 
our experience and uh, our pleasure to the hospitality. And you know, because Mario said we are the best in hospitality. Sorry about uh, the other colleagues, <laughs> but we are Italian and for this, we are the best one. <laughs> it's all in the pizza, power yeah, of pizza. pizza and spaghetti. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so you both began your careers in Italy. Am I correct to say that? Yes, sir. Sure. So at some point you decided to move out. We can start from you, Mario. What is it that? First of all, where did you start in Italy? What did you do at the very beginning of your career? So and- uh, the, I began. I began in uh, like a classic disco bartender. You know, when you when you have to work in front of a lot of people, making thousands of cocktails, uh, enjoying yourself, and not only was really well paid and full of nice ladies. That is the the common reason that yeah. most of us uh, we start to to do this job. So I had fun, and I I started just a. Uh, not a, not like a serious. I didn't see my future doing this, but it became my passion time by time, uh, and I decided to to bet all myself on this job. So I decided to to go outside uh, just to improve myself, my my con- self consciousness, and to understand as much as possible about the human being, because we are working not with spirits, we are working with a human being. That is the most difficult part of our job. For me, it was uh, almost the same. When uh, I started, I told you before, I was a pizza maker. I was only 17 years old before my serv- military service. And uh, I mean, we're trying, we're trying to fight the stereotypes. You're not really helping out here, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Start as a pizza maker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't joke. Uh, now we're still laughing, but uh, you have to imagine when I was so young, uh, I was crying behind the, the pizza bar because, uh, you know, uh, uh, for me, all my friends, all my colleagues, uh, was normal to go outside the weekend to have a dance, uh, and meet people. And for me, it was a completely different world. I was behind the bar and uh, making pizza yeah. uh, after that uh, I had the opportunity to meet uh, a really good man he was a bartender and uh, he said to me why you don't improve yourself to be a bartender and actually the friend around of me in my company friends they was almost all bartenders and uh, they working inside a high volume cocktail bar no? I was watching them like wow such an amazing life I would like to do something like this so I started to study and uh, uh, I proved myself uh, in another way, but uh, not in a disco club. I started immediately to study a lot of uh, classic cocktails, uh, perfect serve. Uh, so it was a completely different way to approach the, the bartender life. Then, of course, I was also in discotheque because you need to learn uh, not only technique things, uh, but also to be speedy, uh, the approach uh, when you are uh, under stress, uh, under pressure. So... This is a perfect match for uh, the the perfect career, I suppose. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, you. I think club bartending is actually such a great thing. Like it really helps you, you know, understand priorities, make things faster, and all yeah. that. But like, let's start with you after Italy. So at this point, you are like super ready to go. Uh, I mean, to, to go to, to bartending. What was the first job that you had as a bartender? Uh, as a bartender, was in Italy like a, a classic Italian barista. The, the, it was classic, you know better than me. Coffee. Yeah, you know better than me to be a bartender in Italy or barista. It's up to you, which is your favorite uh, denomination. It's like uh, you open your bar at uh, 6 or 6 30 in the morning, you prepare your croissant, you prepare coffee, you serve in lunch, you prepare the aperitivo, you prepare the after uh, dinner, you close the bar, you clean oh. the bar. So it was 100% a life behind the bar. But this no, no, was uh, uh, in my small town, in uh, one of the most uh, popular cocktail bar in town, and uh, this is it. This is perfect because uh, you can explore all all moment of the bar life, not only serving drink, but also hosting in the morning, lunch to be in the floor. So this is really powerful for uh, your knowledge, for your mm. skills. I think one of the things that, like, one of the establishments, I think Termini did this very well. Like, they tried to translate the meaning of what a bar is in Italy into the UK. Exactly. So in the UK, you've got all your, like, you've got your cocktail bars, you've got your pubs, you've got your restaurants and all that. Well, in Italy, things tend to be quite blurred, right? So when, like, you don't have a coffee shop in Italy. No, you have a place no, that no. serves coffee in the morning, you'll have some light lunch, you'll have some aperitivo for sure, and then you'll go into after after dinner drinks, right? So there's a bit of everything. And, yeah, I think most of us started from yeah. there, haven't we? Yeah. So, and when, when did you move after that? You're working in a coffee shop, uh, like in a traditional Italian bar, so yeah. you do all your sorts of things. 
What was the step after that? What made after you think? That, yes, after that, it was uh, 2003, two, I don't remember. And uh, uh, after different uh, study about the bartender scene and technique works, uh, I spoke with my ex-girlfriend and we say, why we don't move for going to London and maybe exploring another part of mm-hmm. our work? And uh, she say, okay, why not? And uh, I told you before, uh, this uh, this point arrived after uh, my bad experience when I, I presented my CV in the best cocktail bar, hotel bar in uh, Milano. And they say me, no, so poor CV, and we need more creativity, something more, you, you don't speak English. You go abroad, you go outside, and maybe after we can speak about a career inside our hotel so or cocktail it, bar. it was actually local bars that like encouraged you to leave. Yeah, absolutely. They oh, actually was... Uh, uh, some mentors, you know, uh-huh, because uh-huh. Uh, in Italy uh, we had uh, the ABS, so IBS uh, is a, a, a bartender association. Uh, when I was young, it was a really powerful group, and all the oldest bartender working in the best cocktail bar in Italy, and for them was a, a part of the career uh, go abroad, have uh, an experience uh, to bring in in your home, in uh-huh. your country, and they did it. Okay. But the result was not so happy when I go back. Okay. <laughs> so you went to London in 2003, you yeah. which is before uh, the big uh, cocktail boom, uh, like London 2009-10, exactly. when things started yeah. to crack. We what was what were the main done. differences? Uh, uh, when we when uh, was arrived was 2003 in London, there was just uh, a Salvador Calabrese and a uh, few people, few bartenders in London really, uh, how, how can I say, really popular about bar. Uh, there was a, a really younger uh, Agostino Perone, a really young uh, Giuseppe Gallo, and uh, the, the actually was not so... Uh, famous uh, the classic technique work but was the moment of the fair bartender you have to imagine okay. was the, the explosion of the fair mm. bartending was uh, started also in the in UK in London so uh, the culture in that time was uh, just make uh, the best uh, watermelon martini yeah. or the bloody mary and uh, we brought actually some news because uh, in that time I was uh, and I'm still a big fan of uh, Dario Comini mm-hmm. in Italy, Nottingham Forest, and uh, I was so low about his technique work. Dario, you have to imagine that you know better than me, uh, is uh, our uh, maestro for the, the cocktails. Yeah. Yes, our mentor. I, I think it's an institution at the moment. Yes, like, how absolutely. long has it been open for? <laughs> I, I think, so, I don't know. Dario, he has uh, 255 years old. <laughs> yeah, could be. I think he's a vampire, actually. No one's ever seen him. Uh. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Dario. We love you, we love you. No, I'm joking, but uh, he's, uh, I think, at 30 years 35 years because yeah, uh, his, uh, uh, his dad was uh, already owner of the Nottingham Forest and he was an institution in Italy. He teach all the bartenders yeah. in Italy for new technique works. So these new technique works I uh, brought with me in London and I tried to promote his style. So mentioning him uh, every time. So uh, I start to bring uh, uh, stone cocktails, uh, the first uh, uh, refresh of uh, uh, throwing drinks, uh, edible gold, uh, jelly drinks. Uh, so I try to promote this new era of cocktail. And from then, I don't want to say I was the first, absolutely. But uh, from my generation, London scene changed about cocktails. Mm-hmm. Then in a few moments, in a few months, I, I suppose in the 80% of the cocktail bars, the best cocktail bars in London, was changed the idea of cocktails. And everything grew until now. Now, mm. London is one of the most important scenes in the world. We have a lot of incredible bartenders, Italian yeah. a lot of, and this bar, they give us uh, the new line of the new trends. But thinking about all the Italian community outside, being again in, uh, in Italy, is uh, something that I really wish because it could really change uh, the panorama. But at least we will have finally our uh, first bar show in Roma this year. That is something that our industry deserves. It's a good signal that maybe something is changing. The idea of our job in our uh, country is, uh, is changing too. And we are doing something professional that 
doesn't happen till uh, in the in the last 15 years. It was just a job we do during waiting for something better for your life. Then if I add you something, uh, Mario, this is, a, I think, a really good, important point. Uh, before Italian bartenders, there was a little bit miss. Uh, that you, I don't know if, uh, if I may explain in the crocodile way. But now there is a, a new era for the bartender scene because uh, all the yeah. bartenders in Italy are finally connected. Yeah. They support each other. We, we respect each other yeah. and uh, we try to help each other to create new opportunities. Yeah, even, even social media helps, uh, helps it a lot because create a new connection between each other without the chance to be there. The activities from a lot of uh, bar that asking for uh, other guys from all around the world to, to pop in, give the chance, to, especially to the young people, to look someone working in a different way with a different mind and learn from them without moving from the place. That is something that never happened before the, no. the last five years. Absolutely. This, this panorama changed a lot, probably the future of bartending in Italy. But you know what I think, like coming from, uh, I'm, I'm the next generation from you, Diego, because I started bartending in 2007, more or less, 2008. So uh, there's a little bit of a gap there. But I started, I, I went straight into hotels and I worked in hotels pretty much for most of my career. And at the very beginning, the figure of a bartender for me was like this person who's like 50, 60 years old. He's got all these certifications in place and, you know, is this super professional individual. Then maybe he's still using sweet and sour mix and all the, the sort of like 1980s disco drinks. But it was quite difficult to approach as a career, I think, because it required such a long term. Yes, yeah. this is the, the reason why now I'm not anymore a bartender. Mm. Because uh, when you arrive uh, around 40 years old, uh, you could understand which is the necessity to change uh, your approach about uh, the bartending world. If you are in, uh, in Italy, this is uh, your necessity to change your point of view. Uh, what I mean? Outside Italy, you have more possibility to, to grow up in your uh, job place, in your career. So you start like a barbecue, then bartender, then maybe assistant, then bar manager, then you grow, you grow, you grow, and you grow. In Italy, uh, there is not this meritocratic thing. So often happen, you start to be a bartender, to open your bar, you close your bar, you are a waiter, you are a bartender, you are a bar manager, you are everything. And this is not uh, bad things. So... The possibility to grow up is not so easy. And uh, in my case, of course, uh, I was looking around for understand, okay, now I'm 14 years old. I cannot imagine to be a 16-year-old man behind the bar and uh, explain how is uh, the mojito to the young people because I, I'm not, uh, not, uh, yeah, not comfortable with that. So uh, the life is incredible. A few months ago, Matusra Rome contacted me for giving me this uh, new opportunity and uh, was the perfect uh, next step because after to be bartender after to be assistant uh, manager after to be bar manager was the perfect way so jump on the side bar and to be inside of our bar scene but in the same time to be something else like an ambassador maybe your second choice uh, it could be open your own bar but you know better than me in italy it's not so easy the, the fiscal pressure is really too much It's not so easy to open a bar. Also, if you, if you have employers, if you don't uh, make the perfect uh, uh, arrangement in your bar, you, you can fail it in one year. So I say to myself, okay, I don't want to approach this uh, second way to be a uh, owner of a bar only because uh, I don't love too much uh, putting risk on my family. This is my, my opinion and I respect uh, all the owners in the world, absolutely. But this is my vision. And... Uh, Uh, I repeat, the life is beautiful. A big international brand called me and gave me the second opportunity, or actually my first way to be ambassador. But uh, this is the natural evolution of my career. How about you, Mario? Have you ever thought about opening your own bar? Mm, you know, I have no mind at the moment doing that because for me, there are three different works. One is pretending, one is management, another one is investor. So totally... Three career that can match us or not. At the moment, I see myself into the management area, mostly. Uh, investors, you need to, to have a really large shoulder in economic terms. And uh, I'm not that guy at the moment. As bartender, I love it, but I start to get in gold. Uh, and uh, it's better to give space to the more skilled, talented young guys than me. Uh, probably I'm more useful uh, to the other side of the bar counter, just talking to the young guys 
trying to make the perfect hospitality and to talk with my guests, uh, to give them uh, my point of view on life, on this job. So this is the, the way I see mostly myself. Uh, but by the way, who knows? Who knows? Staying with you, Mario, what was the more motivation for moving abroad? So you were working, you said, in your uh, clubby, clubby places in Italy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so what was the first opportunity you had abroad and if you can walk us through what so was your... I I moved after this small uh, part of my life in the in the club uh, I moved uh, to London and I started to work in the, in a pub at the day was the the best things you may do in London so uh, I remember the the Black Lion was the okay. fir- was the first pub I worked there and uh, just, yeah draft <laughs> beer multilayer shot uh, whiskey on the rocks uh, and that's it but I, I started to, to look around me to the new panorama was changing. New clubs were opening, a new generation of bartender doing something incredible. Maybe that was matchable with the food than to the beverage. So the, the approach changed totally. It's about uh, like a chef. There was chef, was not only bartender because start to, to research in terms of a new flavor, a new way to get new results. And I moved to, after looking at her, I, I decided to give a step ahead, uh, trying to be in the hotel to understand what is the, the hotel service, because I never had, I just saw, to improve myself. And I moved to the, to the Baglioni Hotel, which was my first. Uh, yeah, I yeah. working for the first <laughs> yeah. in the same hotel. <laughs> no, really? Oh, yes. oh, your what? first job was in Baglioni? Really? Well? The hotel, yes. Oh, no my way. God. <laughs> I, I discovered just now. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, my first experience in London was, uh, in, uh, I was with Giuseppe Gallo also. Oh, and, uh, wow. We worked in the Baglioni Hotel uh, Five Star in, uh, in London. Yeah. Oh, I started right. as a barista, come Starting from the floor, starting from the floor, because you know, in order you you need to be able to do everything, and there you learn uh, as much as possible how to handle and how to care your guests. So, and after uh, London, what happened for you, buddy? After London, I get a nice opportunity to be in a strange place that was uh, Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan was a place uh, not so common in uh, Baku. Yeah, I open uh, a venue there. Do you know there's also Matt Wiley? Matt open, Wiley. Open bars in Baku. Really? No, yeah. I didn't. Yeah, I yeah, didn't. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Baku is an incredible city. It's an incredible city. It's a society is so complicated, but full of nice people. So it's a, an ex-Soviet Union country, but with a Muslim law. So uh, it's, a, it's a melting pot. It's a melting mm-hmm. pot in a new society where the economy is rising up really fast. I did some consultancy for Budabar, and then I moved to Georgia. I cooperated with a GBA with Yago Yoradze, who is the, the man in charge for the GBA. Then after this adventure, uh, I'll be back for a few months in Italy, just looking at myself and deciding what to do. And I restart in Dubai, where I used to live for three years, working for one of the biggest companies in the world, is Four Seasons. Where I met you. Yeah, exactly. Where we met. You both work at Four Seasons? No, actually, no. I, I was there for a consultancy okay. for the um, Artisan Benedotica Pinchiori. They opened there. It was just in front of uh, yeah. the company where Mario works there. Yes. And uh, we visited him uh, a couple of times because it was an amazing view of uh, the Luna Bar, the yeah, Luna exactly. Sky Bar. It was an amazing place where we visited the view of the skyline of uh, yeah. Dubai. Then we win uh, for the, the first TBR. We opened from a uh, timeout, uh, best new venue in town. Timeout uh, used to be massive, eh? Yeah, like yes, a lot of whatever. places, like the moment yeah. that you got a timeout of five star yeah. review, boom, that's it. Yeah. Well, yeah. anyway, after uh, after Dubai, I move uh, to London for uh, the Galvin Brothers into the Ateneo Motel. Mm-hmm. So I uh, stayed there for uh, almost one year, and was one of the funniest moments uh, that I spent in London. So when you was a dancer. Uh, no, 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 stripper. no, no, not a stripper, pizza maker, yeah, pizza maker, pizza maker, okay, you laugh, okay, it's a circle, no, you start <laughs> and we finish, it's a yes, pizza maker, yes, exactly, and I spent a, a really good time because it was a moment of my life where I, I decided to, to change everything and to have a step up into my career, to desire something much more for myself, and I joined Bacano, that is the place I, I work now, and I, I find out a new panorama in my, in my city. And uh, here I am. I, I found a really lovely property, well, a corporate mind. That this is uh, what makes me be sure to, to stay with them. 
because they are thinking a little bit different than the older companies. So talking to you, Diego, yeah. you left Italy, London, yeah. very, very happy in your Baglioni Hotel working with Gallo. Yeah. <laughs> what happened next? Uh, then when I moved to, to Baglioni, I stayed there until uh, when I leave it. And this is a really funny because uh, when I was there, the, the family of the Baglioni group was really happy about our result. And uh, when they say to them, okay, I would like to come back in Italy, and they say, why? Uh, come on, we have also different venue in Italy, no? in Milano. So they say, you can come there for have, uh, just uh, an interview because we would like to employ you like a, a bar manager, actually, a bartender. Mm-hmm. And they say then, that's okay, but let me know more about this proposal. What I'll be, bar manager, I'm only bartender. No, no, you are a bar manager. Okay. But uh, how many bartenders I have uh, in my crew? Not just you. Okay. Okay. Good, good. Big team, you know. You do your own roster, you know. Yeah, no, because actually we have a couple of uh, good uh, good bar. Actually, Baglioni Milano is really impressive uh, yeah. hotel. But, uh, you know, the proposal was not handled uh, uh, for me. So when I go back in Italy... I say to myself, okay, doesn't matter for the Baglioni experience, total respect for them and request, but it's not what I can, I would like to do in Italy. So I tried to go in another different hotel and the answer was almost the same. No, now your CV is, uh, you know, it's too heavy, you know, you had a lot of experience. Wow. I don't want to, I don't want to imagine how many, uh, yes, 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 your salary is not affordable, so... Uh, you can imagine my, my face because uh, you, you live in Italy your concept was okay go abroad yeah, you yeah. have to, to learn English when <laughs> yeah, you come go, back go. You can, yeah when you come back you can come uh, directly from the front door not the back door so we are really happy to work with you you come back and they say no now is it too much like, sorry <laughs> I missed something so oh, wrong yeah, yeah it's a wrong, <laughs> wrong time but actually you say correct was the wrong time in Italy for the bartender thing, because I don't want to speak up how much was the proposal. But guys, in my small town in Lodi, the same money for me was uh, available in uh, two weeks. So uh, yeah. the other two weeks for me for double salary. So I said to myself, okay, I come back in my small town. I would like to help my small town to grow up and then create uh, a new concept of uh, drink consciously and in the best way. And I did it. So my small town gave me more beautiful feedback than the incredible Milano. I repeat, I'm still speaking about 15, 20 years ago. Completely different uh, venue, completely different scene and concept about cocktail because customers uh, was not so impressed about uh, them knowledge was not like, okay, I would like to have a Sazerac. If in 2006 uh, someone asked you, Okay, can I get one Sazerac? It doesn't matter if you are a professional bartender in Italy. You say, okay, I have not smartphone. I have not the internet. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. It was no books. No, okay. <laughs> books, there was just maybe one. And in that one, there was a wrong uh, receipt. Yeah. So yeah. for you, it was already a horrible thing. So completely different feedback. Now, finally, we are a change. Uh, and yeah. this problem are completely uh, living in the past. You know, yesterday I had my best sex on the beach ever. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah where you where you was? <clears throat> uh, I was in Atlas. I was in, you know, I'm You're a such a sausage, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love a millennial cocktail. Yeah, it's our heritage. Uh, it's, it's, it's okay sometimes even to, to try to be not so serious because... Don't take yourself too serious in this job uh, because it's not no. the right way to do that. Of course, you need to be serious on duty, but you need to have fun. The problem is actually that uh, there is uh, too much uh, serious bartender. Now yeah. the mixology world is uh, too uh, linked uh, to, to be, you know, a perfect bartender uh, signatures, uh, but sometimes we lose yeah. uh, the, our area. But I think, it's change- I think it's going back to like being a bit more relaxed, to be completely yeah, fair. Exactly. Speaking of like, when you moved abroad, a lot of us move abroad, uh, not only from Italy, but from different countries. What were the initial challenges that you had? Oh my gosh. My first one, I remember 2003, my first job place was, you know, the day before leaving Italy, all the mentors and all the colleagues say to me, are you crazy? You go to London. The people there, they doesn't know who, who what is a cocktail. <laughs> 
so was a, a little bit uh, um, yeah, scary no? because I say to myself, oh my god they're doing a good effort for growing uh, my, my knowledge and my skills and they, they say me this and I say anyway I would like to see in person my first uh, uh, cocktail request in the bar was a screwdriver lovely wow a screwdriver and I was so impressed because I say I don't believe I never do a screwdriver but I know the recipes I studied but the first cocktail was a screwdriver so this is already a perfect uh, start for my life in London because I understood immediately was not only beer and whiskey mm. so for me all these uh, premise of all my colleagues was only because uh, they never been the same experience and my first challenge was okay now I would like to understand uh, uh, which was the perception of cocktails in London when I understood I tried to put our cocktails so the Darius Comini style cocktails and the feedback was incredible the people was crazy I was in Baglioni in London and we start to promote these uh, different cocktails and uh, you cannot imagine normal customer VIP singers actors they, they, they arrive from everywhere for for try this uh, different style of cocktail you have to imagine 2003 serve cocktail with edible gold like a garnish you know one of the most important tips uh, given to me from my bar manager in Baglioni was Diego you are in London one of the most important city of the world here there is a lot of rich people give them something they never had before and you'll be the king but don't forget you'll be the king not forever every day you have to prove to be the king but from a human perspective what we're like because you know a lot we get a lot of stick especially like on the internet nowadays it's very easy for us to get a lot of stick because there's this perception that like a lot of us when we travel abroad we obviously try to project the positives back home but there are a lot of negatives that are you know obviously related to the fact that we moved to another country and it's not ours what were some of those negatives and how did you approach them you get the risk easily to be forgotten by the industry yeah if you are not present that nobody says is it changes through the the social media if you go um, i have some example of people that were abroad for a long long time they they lived in italy when they was uh, almost 20 and trying to be back uh, at 40 in the while they, they didn't approach so much the social media they just worked and they're trying to be back in italy it's not easy for, for them to find a, a proper job because they are uh, over experienced not easy to to be paid uh, yeah, by the company I had the same experience yeah. uh, when i go yeah. back in italy for one year i don't joking i was really missed i was missing and i was still abroad yeah. just a couple of years because when i go back in italy i was not sure if i did the perfect choice yeah because it was completely different the venue the lifestyle the the, the all the details uh, the career the, the opportunity so it was completely different. I don't know if for you it was the yeah. same. Where the you, first, you travel. First, yeah, the first months uh, you you feel a little bit lost because you don't know how to move, where to move. People, uh, people know. Yeah. So for, from, I'm back. Uh, I back in uh, in Rome after uh, almost a few years, and uh, the market I I find out was totally different from uh, what I left. A lot of people know me. I know a lot of people, ju- but just through the social media, probably the others challenge ahead is to show them that I'm not only the social media clown that I show them because uh, everyone has two face okay with one party you you could could use uh, the social media to be into the community but when you're back you need to everyone comes to you just to to understand who you are really in person and you have, have the chance to show them that you're not only that you're someone that deserves uh, to be respected and deserves a second visit. So this is the challenge because uh, everyone knows you, but just on social. So when you move to a different country, right? So to put it like from my perspective, when I moved to London, Uh you're pretty much alone. You know, you work for very little money and you work uh, an ungodly amount of hours, right? And we tend not to project that back home, right? We tend to project more of our achievements. Do you find yourself nowadays in a position where you can say going abroad and going through these challenges was a easier path than perhaps staying home in order to progress my career? Or do you think that you would have been able to achieve the same 
being in Italy? Or do you think that the challenges that you would have had in Italy would have been the same? <clears throat> because to give another example, for instance, when I was bartending in Italy, I was still working a crazy amount of hours. Yeah. I was still working for a very, very low salary. So when I moved to London and I did the same, yeah. I didn't have those immense differences that people tend to think. You know, so the now. question of when you arrived in London? 2008. So that's 2008, yeah. yes. This was the beginning of uh, the, the global crisis uh, for, uh, yeah. for the money. But actually, you have to understand that uh, for me, for example, when I was in London, uh, Mario, which year? 2003? 2002. Two, okay, so different, uh, just one year uh, before to me, but uh, the, the, the concept, for example, of the money was completely different yeah. because the value of the, the pound compared to the euro oh, was, yeah, was uh, crazy. Yeah. Was, when I went there, it was one-to-one, yeah, yeah, pretty much. It was one-to-one, yeah. yeah. When I was there, it was a one, uh, one fifty to one. Oh, yeah, so crazy. So you, you have to imagine um, you working for a salary, for example, 2,000 pound, but actually was a 3,000 euro. So this was already a big step uh, for your okay. pocket, mm-hmm. your first approach. And you have to imagine before when there was the lira in Italy and the sterlina, the, the pound, was three times more than the, ster- the, the, the lira. So like if you pick up 2,000 pound, but actually was 6 million uh, of uh, lira. So completely oh, different really, approach. Yeah, who who cool. make oh, yeah, the money? Who make the money? Mm-hmm. Uh, make it in the past, in the 1990, 1980. No, no, now money is This is the first approach because you say uh, a correct example. You was in Italy, you worked a lot of months of hours for a, a really cheaper salary. You've been in, uh, in, uh, in London, you do the <laughs> same, same thing. So, so, yeah, yeah. But uh, which is uh, one of the main keys for change uh, your life and then to growing? money man i'm sorry about that <laughs> you, you, you cannot work only for passion no, yeah. okay <laughs> we are yeah also for money because if you arrive to be a, a manager and no, uh, you, you take no, 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 no. A, a thousand pound sorry about that I, I, you know it's not only this it's even about how you you see yourself when you work even for the same hour for the same money but in a different place maybe more professional place um, you're traded uh, differently and you feel yourself even treated differently. Yes, uh, I would like to you, say you, you feel to, to, to pay something. No, 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 <laughs> obviously. You say no, no, working and no, no, good. no, <laughs> no, obviously, obviously, when you reach a level that you feel good with you yourself, have to be you paid have to pay. Because it's yeah, one yeah, part it is. of your commitment. It's one part of your uh, it's job. Team. It's your job. It's, so it's not only passion. <laughs> it's not only passion. Yeah. It's job. Growing is correct. You, yeah. you grow also in money. For this reason, in the past, uh, we immigrated. That for a better life, you know, because there was no job maybe in Italy. Yeah. There was not jo- the same opportunity. Then also, okay, we are uh, romantic. We love the concept of uh, travel abroad forever, new experience and growing because uh, it's the ABC, yeah. it's the base. But in the same time, if you would like to grow, and if you like to to imagine your career growing, is in the same time your uh, banking account growing in the oh. same way because on the opposite side you made a, a big mistake. Sorry, no, this is my it opinion. Is, it is, it is. You need to, to try the, the place who could fit more for your, your lifestyle. This is the, the key to have a better life. <laughs> I don't want to say who, but when I was in London, <laughs> when I was in London, I remember in 2003 there was a, a big important uh, bar manager, and uh, this bar manager was paid like uh, you know Gordon Ramsay uh, in the five star. Uh, I have an idea. Okay, yeah. I have an idea. And uh, was a was a, a dream from everybody. This is not a bad example. This is a a, a pioneer. Yeah. And uh, he showed us how uh, was important our job. We was not only humble servant. We was a really professional workers. So our job, bartender, doesn't matter if you are only bartender, bar manager, assistant, uh, GM, no. but uh, was incredible how your level could grow. And uh, man, if you have to take uh, the money like a top, top chef, uh, and you are just uh, a bar manager, my God, this was a, a big uh, open windows for the, our future. He gave us the example. The example. He was just a, he was a, a pioneer. He opened the mind uh, about if you make your company rich, you can be rich. Do, do you guys think that if you wouldn't have left Italy, you'd be in the same position? No, no never. 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 No, absolutely no. At the moment, in uh, Italian industry, if you're born as bartender, you die as bartender. Yeah. 
is uh, the mobility in every structure, even a yes, hotel structure, is not possible to, to be changed. You need to switch from a company to another one, to another one. Yeah. Otherwise, you have to do your CV outside from your, from your country and be back to, to get a better position. And it's not easy anyway because, you know, see, Italy has, has still a lot of bug. So uh, the friend of friend of friend uh, get easily a good job. Um, if you are not so well connected, uh, it's difficult to find out the, the right position for yourself. But not only if you have not a lot of experience, especially from outside you know, your country, it's difficult to understand. Uh, to understand to understand it and even to develop the, the, the work you are paid. So starting from you, Diego, okay, you moved back to Italy and I'm sure that a huge part of it probably was friends, family and all that. But when you decided to come back to Italy, yeah. was your main goal, okay, now I'm here, I'll be as close as possible to the family? Or do you think that you perhaps have the means to try to change how static actually, the situation is no, in Italy? Yeah, yeah, no, actually it was a, a natural uh, uh, working on my career, what I mean. After I understood it was uh, not so easy to, to work inside a big companies in that time, I repeat, it was 2003-4-5, I, I said to myself, okay, I would like to see step-by-step step my life and improve uh, my career to help my, uh, my small city to grow in and give them the opportunity to understand how is uh, drink well. My goal was uh, created when I understood and when I waited with a lot of patience the bar scene in Italy was growing. When I understood it was the perfect moment, I approached, finally, Milano, one of the most important cities in Italy. And uh, if you want to be someone, you have to be there. A uh, big mentor said to me, when you'll, you'll, you'll arrive in Milano, don't forget how many doors could be open in front of you. And it was true. Because when uh, I decided to say, okay, I would like to go to Milano, it was the perfect time for the bartender respect from the owners, the perfect match from salary and your job, and the quantity of opportunity, I say, okay, I start with a new experience there. Now I would like to work in another level. And was perfect like this. I start to Milano and I create around of me another uh, view of my career. For me, maybe it was uh, more easy because when I was uh, in a Rotonda Bistro and uh, I was in front of this big limitation about uh, uh, low ABV cocktails, uh, I discovered my next goal. So bring uh, this concept completely different to the rest of the world and bring all the highs from my colleagues to me. Then the goals after was uh, we publishing a book. Man, a bartender publishing a book. For me, it was a crazy, incredible and I did it. But uh, sometimes, from my experience, have too much expectation in long terms is not the best way because you never know what happened to you behind this door. And for me, it was perfect. How was writing a book? Uh, actually, it was uh, like uh, if my wife could be pregnant. You know what I mean? Because I spent it. Uh, I spent it. <laughs> I spent the nine months. No, no, no. Your book. Because I like uh, because I spent maybe buy a new chair, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I spent the nine months, like if you are opinion, I spent the nine months to create this book. And you joke, man. You are not. You are not married. You are not married. You was maybe. Okay. Okay. I don't want to see not. the pants. No, <laughs> you have to imagine. It's an incredible experience because uh, you have to try once in your life, but. Uh, in front of you, open another completely different uh, way. Uh, the editor teach you a lot of things about the editorial things. The photographer gives you an, an incredible different uh, point of view. Then also, you spend every day to say, okay, now is the moment. No, it's not the moment. Now it's still burning. No, it's not. Now uh, we created. No, now I, I would like to see, but it's not the time. I repeat, it's like yeah. if you're still waiting a child. <laughs> <laughs> After nine months, when you have your child in your hands, you say, oh, finally, this is my baby. Okay, the day after, okay, the outfit disappeared, which is the next step. Yeah, yeah. the thing is that with the baby, I'm not sure you can actually do that. 
<laughs> no, I think I think you actually have to keep it after that. I'm not an expert on the subject. You know, it's a philosophy. <laughs> how about you, Mario? What's your long-term goal? Do you think you can actually change how the scene is in Italy? I don't you want know. To contribute you know, towards it, or so. Uh, first of all, my goal is to be happy, mm-hmm. no matter how and and where. At the moment, my goal is to be to be the best. What mean to be the best? mean for me to be a better person than I was yesterday to have a fun until I have a fun doing this job I continue to do otherwise I wish for uh, something else maybe uh, I go to make some pizza with Diego why not yeah why not <laughs> we would like to make a new challenge the new goal so, <laughs> yeah. so we make a pizza cocktail flavors so you know yeah, we would like a pizza pina colada sounds like a disgusting idea yeah. so. <laughs> So oh, they put pineapple on top of pizza. No, why we can't? I have, why not? Uh, I have no long-term plan because, uh, as Diego told, that every day is a new day uh, with a new opportunity, especially nowadays that everything uh, is changing. But for the next year, for sure, I'll be in, in Rome. Later on, uh, we will see. Who knows? You have a variety of international guests that visit your bar. Yeah. Do they change the way that you develop your menus? Uh, probably yes, because uh, you know every new experience is a gift. It's a gift from uh, other people you can learn for and change a lot because the point of view you have on uh, on bartending because uh, everyone has his skills and it's not that you have to learn and repeat, but you need to understand the key and why their skills work in their place and understand the same mood that are the roots of their way to bartend. And then develop this in uh, your way. This is the, the point. I understand in uh, the several guest shifts I organize in Bacano and I do outside. Is to have a most possible open mind and try to learn and understand as much as possible from them. But from the roots, mm-hmm. not from the leaves. From a community perspective, how did you find the community in Rome when you went back? Uh, I love the Roman community at the moment. They all are uh, our friend uh, more than colleague. We are uh, really much closer uh, than uh, years ago. Even when I have some guests, uh, I try to share with them, uh, making on uh, you know the the bar tour after shift mm-hmm. uh, to bring them to see as much as possible the the other uh, way to bartend in Rome. You have to be jealous. You have to share. Mm-hmm. You have to share. This is the the first point we are doing this job is to share. They do the same with me. So. Uh, I love my community. That's why uh, I feel really good in my city. But it's not only my city. Even in Italy, the bartending community is much closer than before. And we have uh, even close friends in Milano, in uh, like Benjamin in uh, 1930. Mm-hmm. So, and all the group of, of Flavio with Mag. We have a great exchange, a bartending exchange with them. You have, uh, as you mentioned, uh, the Rome Bar Show or Bar Week? Or, yeah, uh, we, will, uh, we will be. It's in progress, the way, the way because it's pretty new, it's a, it's a new baby, uh, it's not the baby, the same baby of oh, Diego, yeah. not the same baby, but it's in progress, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's in progress, yeah, 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 it's in progress, we, every day we discover something new, new point uh, for uh, how we make it work perfectly, I'm not part of organization, but for sure I'm a supporter, mm-hmm. and I support with, uh, with Bacan and with uh, all myself this uh, new idea. You don't get a lot of Italian bartenders that have bars in Italy that travel abroad to present what they do there. Uh, you're probably like one of the few does that. How is it perceived generally? How is, what's the perception of the markets that you approach? You don't know, I, I'm not in other people's mind, but I have a lot of support from a colleague. Obviously, when you are doing something, uh, you have people that talk on, on your back. You have people that love and support uh, Personally, I I don't care so much because I go straight on my way. I have my idea, my concept, an open mind about. So I'm there. If you have something to say to me that uh, maybe you don't like, just pop in, look. And uh, after all, you can speak. That's my point. But I will not stop doing that because uh, it's uh, probably the, the funniest part of my job. And is even sharing his personal growth for myself. And even could be a, a growth for all the community. A question to the both of you. Uh, we have a uh, bar awards in uh, Italy. Do you think they're a beneficial thing for the community or a negative or so neutral? It, it's never negative. When something uh, is good for the community, is like uh, if you give uh, 
something to think and something to compare and someone to follow. So you have to imagine, and this is a really good example, uh, the Bar Awards is uh, the same all around the world. What I mean is for the best, for the top bar bartenders mixology. And uh, we are just the, 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 the small point of these uh, big pyramids. So you have to imagine all the rest of the classic bartenders in Italy. They look as like, uh, you know, wow, are the stars, they are there, they are a prize, uh, they are the best bar. Yeah. So this is not negative. It's <coughs> perfect, it's opportunity for all, also for brands. Because uh, if you are supported uh, for uh, some brands, this brand can benefit about uh, your face, your uh, name, yeah. and all the rest of the bartenders follow you. Maybe they will have to copy you. This is a normal, it's not uh, um, like selling you, yeah, but no. it's, a, it's a normal way. It's a competition. Everyone, yes, it's mm-hmm. a, just a competition. Is sport, uh, uh, different competition. Uh, we can just say, I don't know, uh, if you check Valentino Rossi, is a, a perfect example. Valentino Rossi. If, uh, if he has a, a small brand in his jacket, uh, everyone says Valentino Rossi is sponsored by that. And this it's a part brand, of the game. Yes, is this brand can be defined about his face. At the same time, he is identified about the brand. Yeah, so, just for uh, as example, in 2018, I win as the best bar, bar manager for the Bar Awards in Italy. So I'd be forever thankful to Stefano Nincevic, uh, who gave me the, the chance to be part of the bar team. So I'd be forever thankful because uh, he gave me the opportunity to have a space on Bar Giornale, the magazine, and to... Not even, because this project is uh, for 12 months to bring a new recipe based on uh, some classic. He pushed me to study again. At 36 years, uh, I restart to study and to push myself at another level. It's, and I will be thankful for the travel, not only for the goal, but for the travel I let me do. This is a perfect concept because uh, uh, sometimes uh, the price and uh, awards uh, or uh, mentioning in, uh, in some review give us the opportunity to, to understand that you, you cannot stop yourself. You have to continue to study and uh, growing around uh, your job because uh, if you start if you stop yourself the people lose you yeah. and what you bring in you in the, in the bar scene what advice would you give to a bartender who's approaching the career now my first advice is uh, to be humble first of all study a lot don't stop to study and travel 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 how about you mariolino so the advice for the younger bartender is to start from the base, to start from the base. I know now is everything is moving faster and faster, but you need to be closer to a mentor as much as possible and to listen to a team, to recognize the, the real mentor who is not, and to not to run too much fast. And by the way, this is not about skills, it's about attitude. Cool. Last question I asked to everyone. If you could choose your last drink, what would that drink be? But twist because this is the first time I get two guests at the same time oh, wow. if you get to choose your last drink together what would that drink be oh my god last of my life yeah but okay. and, and you're with him so imagine how lucky you are oh, okay wow. I wanna <laughs> uh, for sure I'll get a corpse reviver so I will be off with it. I'll oh be again on, on the earth <laughs> oh my god I actually I don't know because I, I'm a, a martini lovers but you know now I'm a rumbarista ambassador so I have to say I have to say why not a good daiquiri is uh, perfect for me <laughs> Mario so sorry we have to die together at the same time <laughs> thank you very much for joining me guys oh, thank, awesome you. Stuff. thank you thank you thank you